We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How's Stephanie today? I am doing quite well. It's a busy time of the year, but I think people say that every single month, don't they? You know what? Yes, there's always something going on. I know. But always. There's, there's some fun things going on for women. Like you said, you could probably maybe put a little lipstick on and pass. Yes, right? yeah. Yep, I could. The and maybe pass. Yeah. beard might give you away. Yeah, that's And a true. mustache. Yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah, I could do a comb over over your head, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some wonderful things happening. There is a grand opening up for the Women's Empowerment Center, and that's at the YWCA. And I'm so glad to say we have somebody who is a professional talking about that today with us, Teresa Hurley. She's the development director. Good morning, Teresa, and thank you for being with us today. Well, good morning, and thanks for having me. I'm very glad to have this opportunity to talk to you guys about this. Absolutely. You do so many great things, because you're also doing the Circle of Women, and that's a big event for women as well, but men can come to that too, can't they? Oh, absolutely. They can come to both, actually. So, um, the first one on the calendar is going to be the annual Circle Luncheon. It's our one and only fundraiser that we do every year, and it's September 27th at Genesis Banquet Center. Um, and there we're going to have this awesome speaker. Her name is Deborah Archer. She's president of ACLU. She'll be talking about um, that, that kind of business, being the right. And then also we're going to have um, a, a survivor, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the work that we do here at the YWCA. And you guys do great work over there. But for somebody who may be not familiar with it, tell us what the YWCA actually does do. You know, it's funny because a lot of people um, think that we still have the pool and the fitness center and we're a lot like the YM, but we're not. We've changed courses um, about 15 years ago. And so our focus primarily is that we are the primary location for domestic abuse and sexual abuse. Um, so victims of both of those scenarios um, can contact us uh, 24-7 at um, our 238-SAFE-LINE, that's 810. And so if you are one of those people, we will have somebody on call, able to answer that call and give you options on how to um, you know, manage whatever the predicament is that you're in. And then we also have a safe house here. So we have 32-bed units right upstairs and that's where people of victims of domestic violence stay and when we've outgrown that which we do we've been full for almost over a year and a half uh, we'll send people to a hotel and what people don't know is that men obviously do experience domestic violence and they are also um, victims of sexual assault and so in those cases our services are open to whomever is um, in that particular situation you know, I was on the um, board or on the committee, I guess you could say, when um, years ago for the safe house. And I was shocked at the information I learned about that because you would think it's going to be like a, maybe a low-income family this is going to happen to, and it's just women, like you said. But the majority of people they said actually this happens to, they're too afraid or embarrassed to come forward, but it's people with a lot of money. Like there might be a woman right. that is married to somebody that has the money because he also has the power. And then she's stuck mm -hmm. there because she can't get away because he has all the power and the money and she's afraid of him and he can afford to have worse things happen to her. And it's a frightening thing for that person. And you help anybody at any economic level, right? There's no, Absolutely. nobody Absolutely. Absolutely. And everything is confidential. And so when you're, when you're brought into um, our fold, when you become part of this family, um, we have advocates that will work right alongside that person. So um, let's say a child comes in who's sexually abused. We will have an advocate who's working with the parents um, on what the next steps are, what the next part of their journey is going to be based on their situation. Same with domestic violence. 
We have advocates that will help file for PPO orders or even um, get you aligned with an attorney if you're ready to file for divorce. And um, there's just a lot of positive things that we do to help um, victims get back on their feet and allow them to um, recover and start a new life, really. Um, and that goes for children who are here, too. And of the people in our facility, um, a lot of them are children. It's so sad, I mean, it's, too, isn't it? To see a child be sexually abused or neglected. And it's just so sad. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad you're there for them. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, it's been so enlightening, Stephanie. As you know, I've been, uh, my life has been dedicated to nonprofits. And um, when I started here, I really did not have an appreciation for what we do. And now that I'm here and I've just been able to interact with um, survivors, um, as well as, um, you know, be here to help people that need us. It's a 24 hour job and we're here every single day, every single day of the year. Um, and so when our victims come in, they don't have anything, right? So we're providing clothing and hygiene and food and everything, um, to give them some peace of mind so that they can figure out what their next step is. It's wonderful that you're there. I know. I mean, it's a great organization. I know MTA is sponsoring this. I know they want to. Yeah. Yes. You guys are wonderful. Yes. You're, you're coming on as an advocacy sponsor. And we're so grateful. Um, so hopefully you or somebody else within your facilities or your organization plans to attend with us. Well, I do plan to attend, but I had just accepted an invitation from my friend, um, Karen Anway. She has a table. She's oh, like, nice. Something to sit at her table. So can I go back and forth? <laughs> can I put the tables together and put one leg on each table? Uh, right. Or, <laughs> or we can have somebody else from MTA join and learn a little bit more about what we do. Absolutely. That would be awesome too. No, that's what I will do. I was just teasing about that. But yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I definitely wanted to go to, I enjoy every single year. You always have the most fantastic speakers. I learned so much from them. You've had, um, well, actually, what is the most interesting speakers you think you've had so far? Oh, gosh, that's a good question, except I can't really answer that. Um, just because I just started here in January, and so I'm not really familiar with who um, they've had in the past. I do know that knowing what I know about Deborah Archer as the president of, you know, the American Civil Liberties Union, I can only attest to the fact that her biography looks incredibly impressive. And I'm anxious to hear um, her perspective on on women's rights and everybody's rights in the in the United States and how that's going to be, you know, impacted by um, even what we do here because we're about empowering women and eliminating racism. So it's going to be an exciting. I think she's going to do a fantastic job. Oh, I'm sure she job. will. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember um, OJ. You know, uh, his wife Nicole, who passed away, well, was mm-hmm. murdered. Uh, her sister came on and she was talking too, and she said. And it was so interesting because it's right down the alley what you're talking about. She said that her sister would have bruises. And she said, what happened to you, Nicole? Said, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. I ran into a cupboard door last night when I woke up to go to the bathroom. And she would always just blow it off because she was too embarrassed to say that he was beating her up. So oh. when Nicole read, I mean, when um, her sister read Nicole's diary, she talked about, and she read it out loud as a page that just put chills all through our spines because she said that in the, in the um, diary that Nicole said he would hire somebody to beat her up. So he would sit outside of their um, glassed in wine cellar and he would drink his scotch, whatever he was drinking. And he would watch that person beat her up inside of this wine cellar. So I mean, that's the thrill he got out of it. Oh my word. And she said, I never had any idea. I'd always say, Nicole, you okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then she did finally go to the police and call a couple of times, but they, you know, did, they didn't, I don't know what all happened with that, but she did, um, not tell for the longest time. Yeah. And even oh, her sister, yeah. she said, I'm the closest person to her on earth. And I did not know this was happening to her. She was too quiet about it. So people are wow. too afraid to come out and say what's happening. She wrote it down, thank goodness. But 
I'm so glad you're there to help people because if Nicole would have had something like this, no, it could be anonymous mm-hmm. and help her. She may have reached out to you. So it's just so important yeah. to have that. And then the girl that was uh, something short, what was her name? Remember, she was abducted from her own home and she was held in the back with oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Short. Was that her name? Elizabeth Short. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. I, I believe it was. Smart. Elizabeth Smart. Oh, smart. Elizabeth yes. Smart. Yeah. Could have been, yeah. And they all said to her, why didn't you yell out when you heard your the, the search party and your dad saying, Elizabeth, Elizabeth? She said, well, I was too afraid because this man gave her shelter and food. And she was afraid that if she made him mad, that he might kill her and the family or that she wouldn't have somebody to take care of her any longer. So she said, all these things go through your mind. You just don't know how, when you're being abused, how your mind can play tricks on you or make you feel like you are. You're right. So one hundred percent, and and it's it's a known fact that, um, you know, they, they'll give you stats and they'll tell you that it takes so many times for a, a a victim to leave, but there's so much behind that that people don't understand, and it's one of those things. If you're not walking in that person's shoes, you can't really be a judge because you don't know what they're going through, and they have to, especially when children are involved. Like, how are they going to figure out how to take care of their children? That's mm-hmm. major priority for a lot of the moms. Like, I don't want to lose my kids, so I have to do this the right way. Yeah. Um, and they're just that fear. And it's so scary. It, you know, and you feel that for them. No, you're absolutely correct. And that's why you said you can't judge anybody unless you're working, working, walking in their shoes and you're working mm-hmm. to help them get out of that. So I can't exactly. give enough money to you guys. Whenever I hear these speakers, I just take out my <laughs> checkbook. I'm like, what do you need? i got to help you out. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yes. We, you know, we're, we're, we're blessed to have a lot of funding through our um, some grants. But the you know the individual and organizational um, sponsorship and donations are imperative to the work that we do. Uh, we can't continue to um, grow and excel, which is which leads to the women's empowerment center. Because on one hand, we're helping these women get out of their situation, and what's beautiful about this women's empowerment center is that it's the total polar opposite. Now we're going to use this as a way to help people avoid those situations or use it um, as a space for people to come in, um, victims to come in, and also the general public to come in and learn about um, healthy relationships, how to be mindful, how to, you know, financial literacy, how do you even balance a checkbook, how do you, how do you figure out a budget? Um, you know, I, I'm anxious to get started on helping women try to figure out the best way for them to either buy a home, like what is the first step that you should do? How do you manage your credit? Um, and then there's all these other uh, programs that we're going to be offering in that facility too. And we're starting in, in the youth. So we've got now a Girls with Fire program that's for 6th, 7th, and next year it'll be for 8th graders. And we're growing it every year. And these young ladies come in and learn how to have healthy friendships, not just, you know, not just um, relationships, but friendships with each other. And how, um, you, you know, loyalty and what that means and you know, learning what they're going to do after school. So they'll bring in like college students, young ladies to talk to these kids about what, what their journey's been and how they get there. So we're trying to show them the opposite side of the coin, but also trying to show them the, you know, the best way to, um, to make the best out of their life. And if you're in a situation where you need to turn around, well, we're going to be offering programs here that are free and no cost so that, you know, we can help you do that. So can anybody join those classes because do they have to come from a domestic violence type of situation or can anybody come to these classes? Anybody can come to them. There will be certain ones that are going to be group classes for victims. Um, And obviously in that case, you'd want to be able to, um, I mean, not 
obviously, but you'd, you'd want to be able to relate to that situation. Sure. So those will be a little bit more um, confidential. But the other courses, everything that we're going to be offering here is going to be free. Um, and right. so like we're going to, we had yoga Saturday for a while. Um, then that's gone outside, but we're hoping to bring that back. And we're really just trying to use the space um, for, the, for our public so that they can come in and and have a place to collaborate and um, and to, you know, make themselves better people. I love that because, you know, they don't teach that in school. Like, for example, maybe you can teach the women how to fix a toilet. If it's a leaking, running toilet, how they can fix it themselves. Little things that right, home. Right, exactly. Huge. And the red flags, things to look for in a relationship, rather it is a girlfriend or a, a, a significant other boyfriend. Either way, there's red flags. I have a friend right now, and I, I think she is very successful and dynamic and she's wonderful but she's in a new relationship that I can see the red flags and she can't and I'm trying to very kindly try to tell her that you know think about this or consider that he wants to take her away from her friends and family he's possessive he's jealous of her time with anybody else but him and it's like Ooh. oh boy yeah she's like oh he just holds me up on a pedestal he thinks I'm just out of his league and I'm just so wonderful I thought yeah I'm sure he does and you are but that those are signs that they will just it's called love bombing those love bombing it's all this you know you're wonderful i love you i have to have you and then you kind of get mm-hmm. caught up where you're away from your friends and your family so you don't have any support and they can't help you so yeah it's really tough it, you it help is them. it is tough and then when you can't recognize those signs of what's a healthy and unhealthy relationship then those are those opportunities that we have um through our um, women's empowerment center to offer those and have your friend come out one time. You guys come out and go, hey, let's just go support the YW and see what's going on over there. And next thing you know, she's going to start seeing the flags that you've been seeing, but it's going to be said by somebody else. Mm-hmm. I would love that. And you know what? Here we're talking about teaching young girls, but this is a full-grown woman who's already been in a oh, relationship. Oh, no, no, no. This is, these, are, these are the kind of courses we're going to have for all ages. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's so something yeah. that I thought was smart and she had her own business. And I was like, wow. Yeah. They're so close to the forest, they can't see the trees. So it's not just a child. It's there are full-grown adults, too, that need to see these signs. And she was in a you know, marriage for 36 years, so she didn't see anything else but that. So, yeah, I'm concerned yeah. for her. So that's, that's, uh, that's good to know. Thank you. I want to Maybe I'll bring her out and just say, hey, let's go check this out. Yeah, and we're really excited about kicking this off. It's been um, over two years. We actually started the capital campaign prior to me, and it was in the 20, um, 2020 when COVID just hit. And um, we're able to, you know, pretty darn close to reach our goal, but enough to be able to get the doors open and really make it official and start filling our schedule with uh, wonderful opportunities for, for women and young, young girls to come here and, and um, learn a little bit about things that can make you happier. Well, this and, is a wonderful opportunity for anybody. Is the grand opening? Can anybody come? Do they have to register? Do they have to let you know they're coming? Well, for- we would like it if they would register. Um, and it is October 10th, um, and it's going to be right downtown. We're at 801 um, South Saginaw Street. Just note, though, that our entrance is off of 4th Street, and it's from 5 until 7. And um, if you have, if you'd like to RSVP, you're welcome to call me on my cell, and that's 810 well, I just called like, no, I'm coming. I know Mr. Benny really wanted to be there, but he's <laughs> yes, such a busy man. He's out of town. It's like, I'd love for you to be there. It's like, I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. So yeah, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, that would be great. And I'll try to be my friend. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. She'll see the facilities. That would be yeah, great. Well, thank you, Teresa. Is there anything else you'd like to maybe hit before we say goodbye to you? No, and you I, back to I, guess, schedule? I guess the only thing I would say is that, um, you know, the YW, they've never had anybody in my role for a while. And if you or your organization is interested in supporting us or learning a little bit more, we I'd be happy to offer tours. 
um, or even talk to somebody on the phone um, about, you know, either presenting at an organization or at a school or at a church or whatever organizations you might belong to. But I think the more that people know what we do, I think um, it, it's better for everybody. Well, I used so, to go there to exercise. So I know what you're talking about. I used the pool. I used to go there to exercise. And now that they actually have a, the YMCA being built on the street, this is right? the YWCA where it's always been, right? This is what they... Yeah, but we that. are, yeah, we're, we are back to our roots and um, we're going to leave the YM to have their physical and they're going to be kitty corner from us. So we're going to be working closely with them um, to benefit both clientele. So Good. it'll be really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're at the corner of 4th and Saginaw Street. We're right across the street, the Halo Burger from downtown. Okay. So yep. Saginaw Street across from Halo Burger makes good sense. Yes. Well, that's so what I'm I appreciate be. you guys having me too. I, any chance to speak about the good work that we do, I, I welcome that. So thank you. Oh, thank you for helping these people that can't get out of a situation on their own with, you know, out without a little help. So I'm yeah. glad you're here to help them. Well, thanks, yeah. Teresa. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Every week we do this. It's called On the Road with the MTA, Jay and Stephanie K. That's right. And you can be a guest as well. And Jay, how do they do that? Podcasts at mtaflint.org. Just send us an email. They'll be the next guest. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.